0: Before we start this episode of the Lillian Magnolia Travel Podcast, i wanted to tell you about the Anchor app. It's the easiest way to make a podcast, and it's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer, and Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, sign so around places like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other places. You can make money with your podcast with no minimum listenership. Everything you need to make a podcast in one convenient place. So download the free Anchor app. Or go to Anchor FM to get started.
1: This is the Lily and Magnolia Travel Podcast with Dina, a Disney and Hawaii travel expert who will help you and your family make the memories of a lifetime. Whether it's the beauty, beaches, and culture of Hawaii, or the whimsical family experience of the world's most famous theme park, Walt Disney World. Dina is like a fast pass for vacations and is the first to know about upcoming discounts, cool new products, and everything to help make your holiday customized and perfect for you and your family. Now, here's your host, Dina. Hey,
0: Betty. Can you tell me what your favorite vacation was?
1: Disneyland.
0: And what was your favorite part of Disneyland? start why do you like Star Tours so much? Because it's Star Wars. Aloha, and welcome to episode two of the Lillian Magnolia Travel Podcast. This episode's called Using the Disability Access Service at Disney. Hi, I'm Dina Farmer, and if this is your first time tuning in, welcome to the Lillian Magnolia Travel Podcast. I'm very thankful that you tuned in today. And I am a travel agent, and I specialize in helping special needs families navigate the unique challenges presented when traveling so that they can experience a memorable and magical vacation. So in this episode, we're going to be talking about the Disability Access Service, which is a program that's offered by Disney to help those with special needs get around the Disney parks. I've said it time and again, especially if you've read my blog in the past, that Disney understands really well that guests have special needs that visit their park. Each guest experience at Disney is different, and um, you know, even if you don't have special needs, um, everybody's trip is just different in general. Disney in particular is really accommodating when helping guests with special needs enjoy the parks, just like everybody else. With this in mind, Disney did have to make some changes to their original disability access service because, unfortunately, some guests were taking advantage of the original service, which acted, in essence, as a way to skip to the front of a line for DAS guests. Because people were using, uh, using, well, misusing the service, Disney had to step in and make some changes to make sure that the service was fair to everybody. So in this podcast episode, I'm going to share information about the DAS and how it works for everybody in your every party to make your visit to Disney that much more magical. If you're considering a vacation to Disney and you decide to work with me, please, please, please let me know about any special needs, and that's to include dietary so that I can address this with Disney and ensure that I book you things like an accessible room or make sure to provide you with guides that I have um, to make your visit to Disney just a little bit easier. So what is the DAS? Again, the DAS stands for the Disability Access Service and it's intended for guests whose disability prevents them from waiting in line. So we use this service because my, as you know, my oldest son has autism and he just simply cannot wait in line. His stimming is running around, um, and you know, once you've met one person with autism, you've only met one person with autism. So his form of stimming is completely different from another person um, who might do arm flapping for their stimming. So he he really just cannot stand still. He has to move, um, and we have experience where he's bumped into people in line, um, he's melted down in line because he can't move very often, it's just not a good situation for us. So. Disney has provided the service to help us basically still wait in line, but we are waiting in a virtual line. So how this works is all guests must have a valid ticket. So you can't just show up to Disney and ask for the DAS and try to get in because you you need a ticket, period, bottom line. This is not gonna provide you a skip ahead of the line. You're not cutting the line by any means, Um, but you are, it's basically like a fast pass. That's issued and it gives you a return time to go on the ride. So it's um, it's about the same amount of time as if you're actually standing in the physical line. Um, guests with the DAS can be escorted to an alternative line such as a fast pass line or if they they have a mobility issue then they'll be able to go into another um, line or maybe even go through the exit or the entrance. It depends um, on how, how the cast members choose to address the disability. Finally, the DAS can be used in addition to the Fast Pass, so you can have the DAS and Fast Passes, but please remember, just like the Fast Pass, you can only have one DAS at a time. So as soon as you get off of a ride, just make sure to head over to one of the information kiosks and obtain a new DAS for another ride, or the same ride, if you decide <laughs> that you want to ride it again. So how do you get the DAS? So Disney, Uh, Okay, sorry. I need to clarify this right away. So at the U.S.-based Disney parks, they will not ask you to prove your disability because in America, that's illegal. But at the international parks, I need to double check for Disneyland Paris, but I know at Shanghai Disney and Hong Kong Disney, they, oh, excuse me, and at Tokyo Disney, they will ask you for proof of your disability. But again, at the U.S. parks, they will not ask you to prove that you are disabled. Um, They... Do want to know um, how they can accommodate you. So when you go to guest services, the guest service cast member will ask you, um, what are your limitations and how can we help you? And then once they have determined what's the best plan of action to make the most out of your day and to make sure that everybody in your um, party is happy, um, they will give you the desk and then direct you to um, one of the information booth kiosks which is where you can obtain your DAS for rides. It's easier than walking up to the cast member at the entrance of the ride because um, the information kiosks are everywhere, and the cast members there will easily be able to scan your Magic Band or your ticket if you didn't get a Magic Band and give you a DAS for a ride. So now that you have the DAS, what do you do with it? So as I said before, the DAS gives the DAS guest and the party members and their guests up to six people, a return time. And this is, like I said, um, comparable to or comparable to the um, wait times that you would be if you were in a physical line. Just remember to make sure that the cast member at the entrance is aware that you are using your return time um, so that you can get to your alternate entrance if you need or get in the fast pass line for um, surrendering your desk for that particular ride. They'll be more than happy to assist you with doing this, so don't be scared (laughs) to ask them any questions. Um, And there is something to take away that if you have a wheelchair or a scooter, um, you might not qualify for the DAS, but I can't confirm or deny because I'm not a Disney cast member. You'll have to go to guest services and they will determine what uh, you can do to accommodate you at the parks. You may have to use an alternate entrance, especially for rides that have lots of stairs. So if you're in a wheelchair or a scooter, a cast member might be able to accommodate you by taking you to an elevator or an alternate entrance that you will be able to access the ride. So make sure that you download the My Disney Experience app to keep track of all of your return times because um, they don't expire, but it's just a good idea to keep, <laughs> keep for the DAS they don't expire, for your Fast Pass they do. Again, for the DAS they don't expire, but for the fast passes they do. So in order to remember to return back <laughs> for the DAS, um, it's a good idea to have your My Disney Experience app open and on you so that you'll be able to keep yourself organized. And again, when you're working with me, I will have a handy dandy list of at least your fast passes that I recommend that you do, and the DASs um, that I also recommend that you do so that you can keep track of your day. Um so I use a DAS to say we love Disneyland more than Walt Disney World. So my son, his like go-to ride is Star Tours and the Indiana Jones Adventure ride. So we will get a DAS for the Indiana Jones Adventure ride, and then we'll check the wait times on the Disneyland app and see um, if Star Tours is pretty short, which generally it usually is, and we'll hop in the physical line. Um, if it's like 15 minutes or less he's golden even 30 minutes is like a perfect time for him so he can he can wait in that anything longer than that and he it's a recipe for a meltdown so we will go hop like I said into the Star Tours line and then once the Star Tours line is uh, the ride is done excuse me then we'll go try to get back um, on Indiana Jones but if Indiana Jones is not you know our time hasn't come up for the DAS I try to make sure to time it that we can do stuff like that but um it's no big deal if that doesn't happen, you know. So once your return window approaches, um, the DAS guest must be in the party. So uh, this happened to us once, where my we got a DAS for the Twilight Tower of Terror at Disney's Hollywood Studios, and my son uh, failure on my part, but I'm gonna talk about this in another episode, where he saw the Tower of Terror like multiple times before we went to the park on a, on a ride POV on YouTube. Um, but regardless, once he got into the line and saw how dark it was, because of course it looks different on TV than it does in person, he was like, I'm not getting on this ride, Mom. So we had to surrender that gas, Um, and we just couldn't ride the ride because since my son did not want to ride the ride, everybody in our family that had the dash with him weren't able to ride the ride because he decided that he was not going to use it. So you can't just (laughs) get the DAS and then that person get out of line that is the one that actually needs the DAS. The cast members will not honor that if if that person decides to hop out of line or not ride the ride at all. So just be aware (laughs) of that as well. But you still can obtain a fast pass. And in a future episode, I'm going to be talking with – Beth of Sensory Kids Guide who talks about the different rides that you can have your special needs loved one step through the ride um, and wait for everybody else um, after a certain age. So stay tuned for that episode. So um, this is kind of a generalized like podcast on what the DAS does and how you can use it. And the DAS is not one size fits all. So I'm talking mostly about autism, uh, but again, Disney is going to determine how they can best meet um, your needs while you're at the Disney parks. And this is just what happens for us is that we um, have it so that my son is able to make it through the day and not be exhausted from waiting in line or overstimulated um, or start stimming (laughs) while he's in line. Because again, like I said, his stimming is definitely running around. Um, so it makes waiting in line for him very complicated. And um, sometimes, even Disney will give us, a com- well, not sometimes, all the time, they give us an accommodation of letting him wear his ear defenders while we're in the parks, especially on the rides, because he always says that the music, and I will agree with him on that, the music it can be really loud, so he is allowed to wear his air def- air. <laughs> his ear defenders on the ride. The DAS, again, is not one-size-fits-all, which is why I encourage you to be as open about your needs as possible so that it makes it easier for Disney to determine how they can best um, meet your needs. And with this mind, there isn't a pass that will provide someone else with a better spot in line. Like, those do not exist. So having the DAS is not going to get you a better spot in line. It's not going to allow you to cut the line. It simply allows you to be removed from the physical line. The system is in place to help guests that can't stand in conventional lines, like my son, um, or may need a little extra time to make their day more magical at the park. And finally, even with a system, Disney might not be the right choice for your family. And guess what? That's okay. That's part of my job as a travel agent, is to make sure that a vacation meets the needs of everyone in your family and help you determine where's the best place for you guys to go. So if Disney isn't a ticket, maybe we can discuss a different theme park or maybe a different location across the globe that makes everybody in your family happy. So I'm here to help you have a memorable and magical vacation. And with all the stuff with coronavirus, we might see some changes happening with the queuing systems with Disney, but that remains to be seen. I thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. As always, if you have any questions, Hit me up on social media with Lily and Magnolia Travel on Instagram, Lily and Magnolia Travel on Facebook, and finally Lily and Magnolia Travel on the internets. I will have all those links in the show notes. Feel free to message me with any questions that you may have. As always, thank you so much, and I will see you real soon.
1: Thanks for listening to the Lily and Magnolia Travel Podcast with Dina. Today's episode was jam-packed with fun vibes and great ideas. So if you missed anything, check it out on Facebook or Instagram at Lillian Magnolia Travel. And sign up for Dina's free newsletter to make the most of your day at the Magic Kingdom. Don't forget to subscribe so you're first to hear new episodes on planning your dream experience.